Hello everyone, welcome to the follow-up episode to episode 3, where I talked about gun control. Uh, here I'm going to talk about, you know, the counterpoints people have brought up, just some things people have pointed out that maybe I want to correct, and yeah, in general, super casual discussion. Before I get started, I want to say a huge thank you to Elijah Becker for his design of the new cover art. Um, he pointed out that my podcast cover was literally just a photo of a campfire taken off of the internet with the words Fireside Thoughts written over it, and he said that at some point I could just get copyright striked, uh, and that's not really conducive to a productive podcasting experience. Thank you for the design, I really love it, and so that will be what I use from now on. To start us off, uh, one of my friends brought up an excellent analogy that I thought I should share here which is that at pharmacies, uh, when you get prescription medications, they very heavily regulate the amount of pills that each person gets, and they keep track of it. And so the, the, my friend's point was, hey, if they do this at pharmacies, why shouldn't they do this with, say, bullets or ammunition? Like, why would it not trigger a red flag if someone were to buy, I don't know, hundreds of bullets at a time? And I think that's a good point. I, I don't have a refute for that. I think that that's something that we should consider. Another listener brought up the issue of gun shows and how people can often get firearms without background checks from gun shows. And um, their solution that they proposed was to have these guns sent to the police department directly and then have you pick it up there. And there they could check to make sure you have your background checks, and if not, they can conduct one on you. I actually considered the issue of gun shows in the main episode, uh, but I purposely did not really talk about them that much, because in my research I found that only 2% of criminals who were arrested for uh, crimes related to guns bought their guns from a gun show or a flea market. So, to me, gun shows weren't a major enough issue to address in the main episode, but the solution is not a bad one. I think it's actually um, pretty well thought out, and so I wanted to bring it here anyway. Someone else decided to uh, refute my point about citizens needing semi-automatic weapons to um, fight against tyranny if the government were to turn oppressive, and I really liked their point. They said, call me a cynic, but in my mind, if it ever comes down to the citizens versus the government, the federal government takes it 100% of the time. Essentially, they were saying, yeah, we have the right to defend against a tyrannical government, but um, having semi-automatic weapons isn't really going to make much of a difference, especially considering how powerful the military is. Well, I mean, I have nothing to say to that. That's a really good point. Uh, so I actually changed my mind on this issue. I think that there's no pressing need for citizens to own a semi-automatic weapon. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is. Maybe I just haven't thought of it. But right now, I'm going to say there's, there's no pressing need. Uh, I still don't think it should be a priority to take away semi-automatic weapons. Like I addressed in the main episode, it's not really that huge of an issue when it comes to gun violence. I think there should be other legislation that should be focused on way before we consider taking away um, semi-automatic weapons from people. Someone else brought up the fact that people can get guns by getting individual parts and assembling them. It makes it a lot harder to track where a gun came from. And I think a uh, possible analogy to this would be buying individual parts to a computer and assembling them. I have a lot of friends that do that, and they find a lot of joy in doing so because it allows them to have some sort of customizability. Obviously, there's a difference between that and buying a gun and doing the same thing with it, because a gun is uh, has a lot more potential to harm a person. And so I think that 
um, rather than banning the ability to buy individual parts, I think that it should be a requirement to have to report every gun that is bought. And I think that to buy individual parts, you still need to have those background checks. And that concludes my follow-up to episode 3. Uh, I put out a poll on Instagram a little while ago asking what people would want episode 4 to look like, and I gave them two options. It was universal healthcare or abortion, and I was honestly pretty surprised when majority of people said they wanted to hear about abortion. And so that will be what I am talking about next, and that will come out sometime next week. I'll be honest with you guys, it's going to take a while. Uh, abortion is a very emotionally charged and very complicated issue, and I really want to make sure that I word things correctly, that I do enough research, and that I really take the time to understand both sides of the argument uh, before formulating my response. So bear with me, it'll be a while, but I will do my best to get it out as, um, as soon as I can reasonably do so. But with that, thank you all so much for listening to my follow-up, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye, guys.